0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the off season. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports Mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K. Radio. That's at R-O-N-N I E letter K Radio. On Twitter, we're today. On the podcast, we are going to discuss the Broncos rookie class, who is impressing some of the veterans on that Broncos staff, and who could be the most impactful rookie, or at least needs to be, this year for the Denver Broncos. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100, Colorado Distilled Spirits chef Andrea Varela. And that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Go on over there, Tap 14, and the rooftop Beautiful views. With great brews. Of course, a ton of them from Colorado. Tap fourteen on the web. Tap14.com. That's tap14.com. I think it's going to be an exciting year for the Broncos because of their rookie class and what they bring. Now, I don't want to I want to focus on those who are going to play immediately. And I do want to focus in on a quote from Von Miller, who was asked today. This is reported by the athletics uh, Nikki Jabala who was asked which rookie has impressed him the most so far. Immediately, snap of the finger, he said Noah Fant. The tight end, who was drafted 20th overall. This is going to be a guy who's going to hit the field immediately and try to be an impact guy for this Denver team. And I thought it was interesting that he said Noah and not Reisner. Because I know Reisner has had some comments about him. And Vaughn gets to go face to face with some of these offensive linemen. Now, Obviously, he's working with the tackles more so than the guards. But that should only speak to potentially this impact that Noah Fant could be making. And then it got me thinking, which rookies really are, well, who do the Broncos need to see shine the most when it comes to this rookie class? Now, for those who don't remember, a quick refresher, Noah Fant drafted with the 20th overall pick. Dalton Reisner, Drew Locke, and back-to-back second-round picks. Draymond Jones, the defensive tackle out of Ohio State, was drafted in the third round with Justin Hollins, the outside linebacker, in the fifth round, and Juwan Winfrey, the wide receiver out of Colorado, your own Buffaloes, in the sixth round. They only picked six players. We're obviously not going to see Drew Locke this year. Or at least should not see meaningful snaps from Drew Locke Obviously, God forbid injury for to Joe Flacco. We don't want to see that. Uh, Drew Locke, this is a great year to redshirt. Great year to learn. And then next year, yeah, maybe you do want Drew Locke spinning the rock. But this year, solid opportunity to redshirt. And Joe Flacco gives you that opportunity. Noah Fant, Dalton Reisner, Draymond Jones, make no mistake. These guys are going to be impact players this year. And in particularly the case with Noah Fant and Dalton Reisner, they should be starters. Uh, I imagine Dalton Reisner is your right guard, although we'll see if they flip-flop left and right. I know that was a a little bit of conversation back in minicamp. Potentially, maybe they're going to put Ron Leary on the right side. Who knows? I don't know why they would do that. They did that under the Vance Joseph era. It makes more sense to put him at left guard, the position he's always played, and to put Dalton Reisner at right guard. And then you have Connor McGovern slide over, filling the spot at center that was left by Max Paradis, who, of course, left for Carolina. And this guy, just one of those good... First of all, great kid. I've had the opportunity to interview Dalton Reisner already a couple times. Great kid, good head on his shoulders, hard worker. Kind of one of those, like, corn-fed, just bulldozer-type guys. Of course, he has the Wiggins-Colorado connection. But just a good kid, smart kid, already has the foundation. Like, just, just a good person. And I think those type of people who are hardworking, who have a good head on their shoulders, I invest myself in those type of people because I think those are good people. And I know that I'm going to get the best out of that guy. I'm going to get 150% from that cap. And so I'm I'm willing to say, I think Reisner's going to be a solid player. Now, I get it. He's a rookie. We don't know. But certainly, I look at Reisner a little bit differently than even when they drafted Garrett Bowles out of Utah. Because with Garrett Bowles, I didn't know if this guy was the smartest guy in the world or if he was the hardest working guy. I knew he certainly was a bulldozer, but aren't they all in off in in college? Aren't they all just big beefy bulldozer guys when it comes to the offensive line? It's a little bit more than that. Noah Fant is the X factor for this this Broncos offense. We know what they're getting in Philip Lindsay. We know what they're getting in Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton. I know we haven't seen breakthrough play, but we've seen breakthrough plays. Individual plays from Cortland Sutton that have been very, very impactful. And Noah Fant now adds a dimension to this Broncos offense that we have not seen since Julius Thomas and Peyton Manning. And quite frankly, outside of the Peyton Manning era, we haven't seen this dynamic of a player you could argue since Shannon Sharp. With all due respect to the Tony Schefflers of the world, the Nate Jacksons, the Jeb Putziers, this this is a this is a talent in Noah Fant that could be a big time 60 65 catch, 900 yard big time yards after the catch, 10 12 touchdown guy. I think he's that good of a talent. Now, is that going to make a major difference in this offense when it comes to Getting wins and 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 putting together the drives to win the game and and that's where I think it's so crucial. He's it's different than just a regular wide receiver. I need Noah Fant to be a big time player. If I could choose one, Noah Fant or say Cortland Sutton to have a big time year, I'm picking Noah Fant because A, he's more comfortable, Joe Flacco is with tight ends. And the more comfortable my quarterback is, the better he's gonna play. But also, B, if I have an effective tight end, that means I'm scoring in the red zone as well, too. And I'm not getting into the 30s and the 20s, the red zone, and I'm just kicking field goals. Because I've got this tight end that is mashing. The tight ends aren't going to mash between the 20s. They're going to be very, very effective in the red zone. And if they're scoring points in the red zone and putting up touchdowns with a defense like I think they can be, I think this is a Broncos team. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine this morning, James. And I said, James, look, I think this team's going to be better than what most people believe. I mean, truly. I mean, when you look at what they dealt with last year with the disasters of the coaching and the certain individual positions, they, they had so many weaknesses from quarterback, disaster, secondary, disaster, quite frankly, offensive line, disaster. It just wasn't very good. And they made major upgrades in all those positions. Tight end. There was no production from the tight end last year. They get big-time production out of Noah Fant this year, and he acts as a third-receiving option. That becomes one of those mismatched deals. He now opens up the field. Maybe there's a safety that's got to kind of spy with a linebacker. That opens up maybe a little bit of the middle. Now all of a sudden, Emmanuel Sanders is running wild, and maybe Deshaun Hamilton is getting into the mix. And that means Cortland Sutton has single coverage. On an island against the second cornerback against uh, the opponent. Because the first cornerback is obviously covering Emmanuel Sanders. Now maybe at some point that flip-flops, but at the beginning of the year, if I'm a defense and I'm putting my number one cornerback on the proven commodity, even if he is coming off an injury, that proven commodity is Emmanuel Sanders. I like my chances with Cortland Sutton on an island against the second best cornerback on the opposing team. Because quite frankly, I think Cortland Sutton's a physical freak. And we saw last year multiple times that you throw that ball up to him and he will go get it. He is different from Demarius Thomas in this way. Demarius Thomas was never one to attack the football. Demary- and, and you could call this a knock on Demarius Thomas. This was a little bit of a criticism I had with Demarius Thomas is that he never went up and Dez Bryant stole the ball away from the cornerback. He always let the ball come to him. Now, he was so big and so gifted, most times he didn't need to go attack the football. Cortland Sutton, he is not only big and gifted, but he's got a good head on his shoulders and he attacks the football. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And it just so happens, they now have a quarterback whose bread and butter is play fake, deep ball. And that's Joe Flacco. I think this is going to be a real solid team. Now, rookies who got to step up, obviously, Noah Fant being a big one. Uh, But I, I am intrigued to see Draymond Jones in rotation on that defensive line. Let's not forget the great draft picks later in the draft that Vic Fangio pulled off in Chicago. Now, it's one thing to draft Roquan Smith with the eighth overall pick, whatever Roquan Smith was. And, and turn him loose. That's one thing. It's another to pick up a Bryce Callahan or an Adrian Amos and turn those guys into players. And if Vic Fangio puts him in the right position and now all of a sudden Draymond Jones is an effective rotational player, I'm taking that all the way to the bank. Justin Hollins? Who knows? You pair two really solid draft picks, uh, drafts overall together, Now, all of a sudden, you got a really bright future. You could argue this Denver team has their franchise guard in Dalton Reisner, their franchise quarterback in Drew Locke, their franchise running back in Phillip Lindsay, franchise wide receiver in Cortland Sutton, and now their tight end in Noah Fant, just off of two drafts. Things change quickly in the NFL. And there are analysts out there who believe the Denver Broncos will go 2-14 and 14 and be this disastrous of a team. I'm telling you now, their arrow is pointing up. And this could be a 10-win team this year. I'm in firm belief of that. Now, injuries obviously play a part. Injuries play a part in every team. But this is a very talented team, and if all the right triggers are being pulled by Vic Fangio, with the with the additions from last year's draft class and this year's draft class... Like what's going on in Dove Valley. I really do. This is going to be a Broncos team that's going to be much more better than you think this year for those who are doubters. They ain't going to be six and ten. They'll be far better this year in the AFC West. Again, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14. Make sure you follow me on Twitter for more Broncos news at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E. The letter K Radio on Twitter. Of course, Tap 14. Big supporters of the program, so we thank them very much. You can keep updated with the Broncos info on the offseason. Is training camp is only like what T minus 30 days away? Something like that. I tell you what, it's creeping up quick. If you want news on the Broncos, go on over to Milehighsports.com. And of course, the all new Mile High Sports mobile app that's free for Apple and Android. Go download that now. Get updates player profiles, stories, interviews, discussions on the Denver Broncos as we get closer to training camp at MileHighSports.com. It's MileHighSports.com. See y'all.